69, dudes! Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast with me, Dan. And me, Reg. It's episode 69, dudes. <laughs> What's that from? I'm sorry, I'm laughing at 69. I know, that's why I've, I've, I'm trying to change it up and make sure that's not what we're referencing. Right, 69, dudes. 69, dudes. Well, <laughs> sorry, I've just got an image of 69, dudes now. That's bad. <laughs> um, right, okay. It's either got to be okay. um, Bill and Ted. Okay. Uh, Wayne's World... No, it's not Wayne's World type voice. It sounds a little bit like it, but I don't think okay. it is. Or Turtles. What's the reason you're saying those... Because of the voice, yeah. Or because of dudes, both. So not because you recognise the quote. No, no. It's a shame that because you were right with Bill and Ted. I knew it was when when their past selves appears the first time. That they're, they're like, "Were you from the future?" And they're like, "Okay, so what number am I thinking of?" Oh, and he goes, yeah, sixty-nine, dudes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. As soon as you said, as soon as you went, yeah, you make your future self. Yeah, like, yeah. Think of the number. There you go. To be fair, though, it's been years since I've seen that. Me too. I still remember it, Reg. Still, I remember how awful remember. the game on the NES was. <laughs> Alright. Never that. played it. It was by LJN, which, as you all know, is probably the worst company ever as you all know, that made now. the games. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I thought I was never going to do that this <laughs> in this episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely atrocious. Um, it was one of those that there was just no way you'd ever, ever want to play it. Okay. It's just plagued with loads of faults. But anyway... Less yeah. about that. How's it going? It's going well, sir. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? It has yeah. been a couple of weeks again. I had to go and see Steve last week. Sorry. You had a week off. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It wasn't it, that it bad. Could, it couldn't have been nice for anyone, that. Yeah, it was all right. I did, you know. Got, I got a nice uh, uh, flavoured Diet Coke. I believe you did. <laughs> oh, I can believe you did. It's worth the trip. I've made lots of trips for things like food recently. I went all the way to Manchester for a taco on Friday. Was it a nice taco? Though? It was a wonderful taco. Well, to be fair, the taco, I only had a little taco. I then had a burrito, pulled pork burrito. Oh, it's amazing. Wonderful, Reg. Was it as nice as a vertical seafood taco? Um, I have no idea what that is. I'm trying to picture a vertical seafood taco. There's a video on YouTube by a guy called Sexual Lobster mm-hmm. um, who does all these. Oh, is it the animated cartoon? thing? Yeah. He's like, oh, I know the guy. And he rides the unicorn and stuff. Yes. He does a song called Dolphin. Vertical Seafood Taco, which is just amazing. Okay. Um, I can picture the taco and the seafood. I'm not sure what makes it vertical. I think he's talking about a vagina, but I can't be. To correct on that, that would that would make sense. That would make complete sense. Now I can picture it, right? Especially because he's he's the man whore. Yep, true. Um, that but is yeah. his thing. <laughs> yeah, I went to yeah I went for tacos and went to museums. Saw bones of dinosaurs. Saw a fossil of a tree trunk, and I was like, "Why does anyone care about a fossil of a tree trunk?" What kind of like, tree trunk was it? It's a massive like tree trunk. Imagine a big tree with its like roots. Like as big as this room, which is quite big, hmm. um, but fossilized. It's like wow. It's interesting. That it's fossilized, but it's a tree trunk. Yeah. Mm. 
It's not really what you want But there was a big see. fossilized T-Rex. That was awesome. And um, uh, I saw frogs and lots and lots of stuffed animals. I saw a stuffed beaver. Excellent. Mm. So have you seen on Facebook and Twitter, there's this account called Crap Taxidermy? Yes, of course I have. Which, well, well, my profile picture, picture was the best. <laughs> but that's become one of my all-time favourite things. There's a <laughs> okay. lion in, I think it's Sweden, uh, in one of their castles, um, dating back to the 17th century. There was a lion, like the king went out and killed this lion, and went back to the taxidermist and was like, "I want this stuff so it can take centre place in our castle." Yeah. And the taxidermist has never seen a lion before. Okay. So tried to stuff it to the way that. It, he expected the lion to actually look, and I will have to, as soon as we finish this podcast, put it up on our on our site. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the funniest picture and best picture I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It is great. It's his face. He looks it's so just, happy. Every time I see it, it just <laughs> it makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I love it so much. In fact, I think that is actually, isn't that now my profile picture on uh on Facebook, I'm sure. I think you still got the bear. Oh, no, I still got still the, bear. the bear. I need to swap that over to the lion. <laughs> <laughs> the lion's just so good. Yeah. No, these were good. These were good taxidermies. That's a shame. Because yeah. I think crap taxidermy is, they should open up a museum <laughs> and just have a place where you can just go and just laugh at all the the, the animals. Because we went to... Um, a pound stretcher, I think, down the road where they've actually got all the animals you can put in your garden. Oh yeah, okay. And there's a picture. I'll have to put it up on our um, on our site now again. Someone's made this and selling it for like four quid. Um, and okay, that's supposed to be a blue tip. Yeah, I think that looks quite cool. I saw your picture of that and saying, "I'll I want one of these or something like that." And um, I thought that's not bad, but four really? quid is not worth four it quid. It looks horrendous. It looks like a two-year-old's made it. Right, I'm going to put it up on our site now, so when you're listening to this pod, you can have a look and be like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so was the museum fun then? Uh, yeah, it was good. I went to Mozzie as well. That was the, the Museum of Science and Industry. Um, what? That's been years since I've been there. Yeah, probably. It's been there a while. Oh, I used um, to love that place. Yeah, it was all right. I had memories of like this bit that's like you go through sewage pipes. That's like I really vividly remember that. Um, and it wasn't as exciting as I remember. Smelt of sewage, but you know, um, the interactive bit was fun. That was good. Yeah, that's like for kids. That's what like all the, it was did, empty. Did you so. have a Krypton factor? The bit mm, I don't remember, there. but that wasn't there. Oh, that's a there shame. was there was stuff like you know, do this in thirty seconds. You know, test your reactions and whatever your reflexes. But that was fun, and um, I danced around like an idiot playing music with my body. It was like you broke the lights and it went. Oh yes. I played a tune. Excellent. There's video out there somewhere of me doing it, which will never see the light of day. What I thought was dead weird with people having like videos and photos which might not know have been taken. Mm. We went to a. I think we just went out uh, the other week. Yeah. And one of our friends went to see the musical Ghost. Okay. In Liverpool. Yeah. Right. Now. One of their friends also had like a relative that went to go see Ghost, and they had their photo taken outside of the um, outside the theatre. Right. And even though they didn't know all the friends, they were literally just in the background in a photo bombing the <laughs> photo wow. of these relatives. I was like, how bizarre is that? So people are actually, you know, will be seeing my photo of my face from like The Lion King or whatever, 
And I wouldn't even know about it. No, true. Yeah, I'm there. So you're just saying being in the background of photos. There's some law that you're allowed to film or photograph a person as long as there's no sound recorded of them. I can't whether that's over here or in the States. But, um, hmm. well, so technically I could just go and start filming random people and that's all right? Mm-hmm. As long as they don't speak. Right, so if I can't, I couldn't just like mute it and just be like, oh, yeah. there's, there's no sound. Yeah, if you mute there's it, sound. that'd be all right. You could put a video up of anything within reason, I guess. Because that's quite dodgy. Well, I don't think it means any, like, you know, compromising situations. <laughs> the way you're like, I don't want to say what you're thinking, right? No, I know exactly <laughs> Please what you're thinking. Please just move on from the subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you're I'll, you're I'll... thinking of those 69 dudes, aren't you? <laughs> 69 dudes! Um... That's that's the episode title. It's, it's going to be Geek Sixty Nine Dudes. <laughs> I like it. Nice. Um, I also I went somewhere else, Reg. I went to a monkey forest. This is where I've always wanted to go. It was amazing. And I seen your photos. And I was going to curse you. It was a forest with monkeys. I know. What and else you went did without you me? I did. I did two things this week um, with um, really attractive girls. That's completely platonic. It's very annoying. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. Had a picnic, went walking, and saw some monkeys. What else do you need? Were the monkeys riding horses? Uh, no, there were no horses. No horses. It... So, so there's going to be no fear it's going to turn into Planet of the Apes? No, no, no. None of them could talk. None, you know, nothing like Phew. that. No. So w- was it? Were they just free roaming around you, just walking around? Basically, you, like, in the there's like a, maybe a mile so. to two mile path around this um, this forest. It's all fenced off, obviously, and there's just monkeys sitting around, you know, sunbathing, fighting, eating, you know, usual. Nice. I do really want to go so badly because I always see the sign Bargain, on the way to Bargain, seven pound fifty. That's all it was. I mean, it's only maybe an hour of your day, an hour and a half of your day. It's, you didn't take long to go around. Oh, right, okay. But it's still awesome. Because I've seen the, um, the photos trying to get a monkey selfie. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Lots of monkey selfies. Yeah, it was near, uh, it's near Stoke, Trentham, Trentham Gardens, if you're interested. It's great. I'd highly recommend it. Um, but that's, that's my pretty much moderately exciting week. Well, I went to watch Lion King, the musical, um, which I've never seen the film. No, you haven't. Like, ever. We talked about this. So, um, so yeah, so I went to um, I went to Liverpool, went to watch the play, mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal. Yeah. It was actually yeah. really, really good. Like, I didn't know how they were going to try and, like, get around it and how they were going to play it out. they're not animals, but they um, just wear masks. But it was brilliant. But that's a, the thing I loved about the Lion ones is because they just had the, the mask was above their head. Mm. So I was like, well, that's a bit weird because it's just their face talking yeah. and you've got the mask on top of the head. But when it gets like dead serious and dark or when they're about to like right. fight or go down, they put the head down and the mask goes over their face. So like when Scar, his uncle, was trying to like, um, well, basically the big nasty bad guy, yeah. it come down and looked really quite menacing. But we were sitting there like smack bang in the central uh, front row, which I was quite gutted about because down the aisles, there's continuously like, rhinos and elephants and birds People all whizzing down the aisles and stuff and I was like oh I really wanted to have an aisle seat now so I was quite gutted about that um, but the play itself was amazing the only downside to it was because I had no idea what was going on well through like bits of it, it I started getting the story and I was like right I understand well, it yeah now. exactly but when they started playing like Hakuna Matata which Pumba looked amazing the way they'd done him um, 
the only one that was a bit weird was is it Timon, Timon or Simone? Is Timon. The and mm-hmm. um, the meerkat dude is he was literally a, it did look like a puppet yeah um and it was just a guy in a green suit like a bright green suit behind him so you couldn't help but just focus in on him instead of watching uh, okay the so he was wearing front. a suit to blend in with the background but then he's got a little puppet yeah but he's like so his arms and legs are in mm-hmm. um are in timon yeah but the whole body you can just see is just this bright green, a luminous green suit. And I was like, it's just completely distracting okay. away from Against the green the background? No, just yeah. walking around like that. Uh, but Pumbaa was, was ace. He was the big, huge, massive um, warthog. Mm-hmm. And his, his the guy's arms were in the nose. So the nose was continuously going up and down. So it looked like he was properly like, going through, which was ace. And the little kid actor jumped off halfway through Hakuna Matata. And then this big, huge dude jumped on. And I was just like, what? Well, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Where's he gone? Yeah. So it took me a while, and I was like, to realise passage of time. Yeah, but they, they didn't say like halfway through. I was like, twenty years later. Yeah, or exactly. Anything. It was just like a kunum tara jump off, jump off for the rest of your days. And I was like, <laughs> what? I don't get it. And Ash was like, that's him. He's old now. Like, well, how come the others aren't old? Shut up. Right. Okay. And it just it threw me a little bit. But apart from that, the whole play itself everything was like amazing yeah um we went out after this is the only thing that really annoyed me was you had these little um the, the little bird dude yeah um, uh, zazu zazu mm-hmm. yeah well he was scottish in the play i don't know if he's scottish in the film no he's uh he's rowan atkinson right he was he was amazing he was singing um a song when he was locked up by scar and scar was going um he was i think it was like oh by myself or something yeah and then Scott was like, can't you sing something a bit more upbeat? And he's like, I would walk 500 miles. <laughs> I erupted into laughter and people were just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> I thought, brilliant. Um, so I was dead happy about that. I got in the front row, I was having a good time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he was brilliant. The way they'd done him was great. Um, but they had these little models like on stands, on strings, so they'd like, swing round, you could put on your fireplace or whatever. And I was oh, like, yeah, nice. Ooh, I'll have one of them, 25 quid, right, okay, but it's a memory, so I'll take yeah. it. So, when I buy it, literally about to hand my card over, and the guy went, oh, by the way, it doesn't come with the stand or the string, it's just a little, um, and it's about, must be about seven centimetres long, Wow. this bird thing, and I went, uh, right, so do you know where you can get the stand from? No idea, mate. Right, okay. Right, um... Ace, then so that's just for them to no, display thank it. thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, apart from that, it was literally just, obviously, cuddly toys of all the animals, which Ash was like, I don't want a cuddly toy. No. I was like, fine. So, we never got anything from it. But it's still in Liverpool if you're around the northwest okay. uh, for another and month. And it's touring, anyway. I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. Okay. Did you get all the, like, the Nazi overtones and stuff? Or did they cut that out of the musical version? Uh, yeah, I don't think there was any no. Nazi overtones. See, there's a, the, the entire song when Scar's singing with the hyenas oh yeah yeah um, that was in it yeah and the hyena in... put on like a little bit of a no, moustache no not quite under the march they do the march they, they do like, march he's, he's standing on top of this rock you know scar's singing about you know how he's gonna he's, what he's gonna do how he's gonna take over the pride land and stuff and then um all the um the hyenas are doing the frog march yes and then in the background you've got like kind of uh the moon and the rock and stuff Makes it look like like a hammer and sickle. Oh right, no. So it's like it uh, not, Soviet stuff. Right, fair enough. Oh, the hyenas were amazing. Right, like, the way they did so Whoopi Goldberg. The hyenas were superb. Um, it's, no, <sighs> but 
one of them was like the two looked brilliant. Like one looked really creepy, and one looked just like a normal hyena. Mm-hmm. So you could tell like one's the mastermind, one just like goes along with it. And then you had just this really insane one, um, whose tongue just unravelled and took up loads <laughs> of the stage, and he was just like running around, just nice. mental, laughing his head off. And I was like, he's my favourite. Right, I, I just loved him to pieces. Um, I have seen. I've seen the the Disney Animal Kingdom version of it, which is like a cut down version with its own little story, but the same right. stuff. So I've seen little puppets and stuff like that, and it, that was good. But I can imagine the full thing would be amazing. Yeah, the, the only thing that because watching it, and obviously actors do everything in it. There wasn't just like a bit of scenery; it'd be an actor doing that bit of scenery or whatnot. <laughs> well, um, I am a tree. So yeah, so the grass when they were going through the grass, there's actors just walking like up and just sort of like a hat on with grass on the top of it, and you're like. What is going on then? <laughs> but you can guarantee if I went to musical theatre college and like university, studied, got all my degrees and was going to be like this amazingly well qualified yeah. actor and I was superb, I'm, that uh, would be my role. Yeah, I'm, I'm in uh, the Lion King uh, national touring production. Oh, amazing, what part do you play? Oh, uh, grass. Yeah, just grass. I, uh, I play a shrub. I'm like, how how gutted would you be? <laughs> Interesting. Like, you, and the thing is, they do so many shows as well. That maybe they rotate. You'd hope so. That's like that's like the naughty step. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing like a bad performance, <laughs> yeah. like you're grass today. You're off you're off there by an octave. Your ass is grass. Mmm, Reg. Yeah oh, Reg. Boom. Good on you. Into it. That's the one joke for the episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it, because that's it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video of the the cast of the Lion King on the airplane? Um Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I think it was one of the new lights and work showed me that because I was going on about like how we're going to see it and then he stole my idea to go and watch it um but then yeah yeah because we were in the car on the way to uh, go to newbury for a meeting mm-hmm. and then i seen tickets were released like on the side of a bus or something i was like oh lion king so i went on my phone and was like i'm gonna buy lion king tickets for ash for a birthday and it's his missus birthday like two weeks after so we went you know what actually i'm gonna do that <laughs> as well it's like he's another bitch make sure i get tickets first <laughs> um but yeah he showed me that and that was really good, although it's one of those sort of moments where being there would have been so much better than just watching it. So like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. But watching being the there, film, imagine it would have been amazing. Actually, just being, oh, being on, on the plane. plane. Ah, I see what you mean. I reckon that would have been so much cooler than just watching it. Because I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's like that Naturally 7 when they first started. Yeah. That group that um, they'd done the Phil Collins song in the air tonight on this tube down in mm-hmm. uh, New York or wherever it was. It's like, watching that, you're like, yeah, it looks all right. But imagine being in that train would have had a hell of an atmosphere. Yeah. That would have been amazing. But then for the rest of the ride on that plane, you'd be like, what else are you going to sing? Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. Hello, entertain me. <laughs> sing me the King song. Yeah. Because <laughs> I only knew that one. And only like a part of it. I didn't know what you, you knew like Circle of Life. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the starting bit, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you knew the Elton John songs, basically, I'm guessing. Probably. Like, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Oh, no, I didn't know that one. Oh, okay. But um, but I just can't wait to be king. Yeah, I knew that. Because of the Mega Drive game, yeah? Yeah. Just the 16-bit version. <laughs> just on loop. So, you, yeah, you got all that, you know, and jumping on top of the, of the giraffes' heads and stuff. The giraffes in that were amazing. <laughs> they were huge. Speaking of YouTube videos, have you seen the video that's going around of the... There's a guy who was... Um, Stuck at Las Vegas airport, and he makes a music video. Yeah, I can't decide whether it's real or not. I'm gonna be um, positive and say yes, it was completely real, but that's quite cool. 
I like the idea of him using things like the conveyor belts to like you know to get a little bit of movement on the film and stuff. It's quite good. He does it all by myself. Um, by, which version is it? Is it Celine Dion? I think it is Celine Dion version. But I, that that would be so much fun. That's like something I'd do. Yeah, if you're stuck there for so long, you yeah. would be like, yeah, let's do a video. Right, okay, yeah. let's hit the, that. He must have gone to the security first. And said, right, I'm going to be here all night. I'm going to do weird things. Nothing's going to disrupt anything, but just you'll see me potting around on the cameras, pouring a bottle of water over my head and things like that, and putting my camera on a conveyor belt. Just, is that all right? Just let me do it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Had to have. I don't know. I'm hoping that he started doing it and the security guards just watching on CTV like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> just leave him to it. Looks like yeah. he's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's even bits where he's behind like the, the desk. Like the uh, yeah. thingy desks. It's just like, mm, interesting. Anyway, we digress, Reg. Uh, this is your episode. This is your episode to just to grab, get your list out and just guide my what out your list. Just guide the episode, Reg, because me and Steve talked briefly about it, but I could tell Steve wasn't interested uh, about E3. But what I want to know, just very briefly, obviously... Um the the game that Steve was on about last week that you watched the first person oh, yeah. horror thing is called Dying Light. Dying Light, yeah. That's the one we played at Eurogamer. I know, exactly. So um, I don't know why I didn't think of it. Um, which is, to be fair, looks pretty cool. Mm. Um, and they're also now doing a Dead Island 2 as well, which they've done the um, the trailer for, which, again, it's nowhere near as good as the original trailer for Dead Island, no. uh, but the announcer's again at E3. Um, yeah. But it's a guy roller skating. Um, I think it's in New York. He's just roller skating through um, with earphones in, mm-hmm. and all these zombies like are attacking people in the background. Obviously, you can't hear it because he's just roller skating right. through. Um, and then it starts getting towards the end of the trailer, and then like he starts deteriorating, his clothes start getting ripped, there's cuts that are showing up, and then he's obviously been bit. And then he, at, right at the end of the trailer, he's a zombie that's going through. Okay. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound anywhere near as interesting as the backwards yeah, trailer. Yeah, but it? I think the thing is they overshot that completely too much. The first trailer was amazing, and then they just ruined it because, like, oh, hang on a minute, we're going to make this into a franchise. Oh, God, how are we going to do these trailers? Yeah. And that's it. They've ruined video game trailers for everybody now <laughs> because that trailer was just so spectacular. Yeah. Um but the one good thing about this is, though, it's going to be up to eight players instead of just four. So eight players are going to be able to take on the hordes, Ooh. and there are going to be massive, massive hordes um, going through. So or a massive, massive horde, Reg. Take that back. No, never. Slop. Um, yeah, so this, hopefully, will be really good, because I love the idea of Dead Island, but playing it through solo was just pointless because um, you're supposed to be like, oh, no, it's so scary, but it's just, basically, it's just a all-out hack-and-slashy type thing with yeah. catch puzzles. Yeah, um, it's a zombie game story. that wasn't really scary. Yeah, so when you're playing at co-op, it was good, but I used to play it with one of the lads that we always play online with who just likes to ruin games just like completely, so I didn't know any of the story yet. I completed the game oh, because he, he's gone through it solo by himself and he just wanted the achievements to go through the multiplayer, you know, like four guys go through because he's right. an achievement whore. Okay. And uh, he'd just run up and just grab all the missions. So by the time I got there, the story had already been told of what the guy wants or what the guy needs. He's like, right, okay, we just need to go over here and get some food. I'm like, right, okay then. He's like, right, we just need to go over here now in the sewer. Right, just need to go down here. I'm like, well, why? Why? I've just completely missed all. Right. It's quite good fun playing it with your mates because it was quite entertaining. But there's just no like emphasis of a story anywhere yeah, in it yeah. because I never got any of it. Oh. Uh, that was the one downside. But 
hopefully if you're doing it with eight people i don't think they're going to really matter anyway now it's just literally going to be an all-out slug fest uh, which is going to be cool hopefully uh, so i'll be looking forward to that they haven't given the exact release date yet for that um, which is one of the annoying things about this ea uh, e3 they didn't really give a load of a like release dates just went hey look at this this is going to be really cool yeah it'll be coming sometime soon loads of stuff that's coming out but not actually when yeah, it's coming but out but they ne- like usually at E3 they'd be like oh this is coming out next year mm-hmm. like September 24th like pre-order it now I'm like oh amazing they had loads of, like surprise announcements like the one that was coming out for Dead Rising 3 uh, have you seen this where it's just they take a load of Capcom old games like arcade games right. and just blast it all into like a, um, a DLC pack for, for Dead Rising 3 uh, it's called something like the Ultra Super um, Arcade Remix uh, HD EX Plus Alpha. In what way? Really? Just like characters are going to be playable in it. Right, so or it's you... now going to be a four-player like co-op sort of mode thing where you go against each other competitively going through it all. But you can, like Frank West is back, all the antagonists are back from the previous Dead Risings. Right. But you can dress up as like Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li. Um, like, there's like so many old school like Capcom cool. characters you can dress up as. Like it's it. gone completely insane. Um, with like so colourful. Uh, it's gone quite cell shady. It's just, it looks just completely insane. Is this like a kind of a pseudo sequel or is this a DLC? It's just DLC. It was just, uh, right, everyone keeps taking the piss out of us because we keep on announcing a new add-on for like Street Fighter 4 just continuously. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. here's an arcade Mega Mix. Ultra Super. Okay, here's the Ultra Super version. Alpha B. Here's, here's this version. Yeah. So the basically for Dead Rising 3 just gone, right, okay, this is what we're going to do and they've announced it that it's got something like eight different subwords in it and at the end of the trailer it was like, okay, and the best thing about this is it's now downloadable now and right. you can download it as soon as the guy went it's downloadable now it then went hit hit, hit live and you cool. can actually download it so I was All like right. that's pretty cool and they've done that with a few little titles nothing like massive but like a few of the little titles he did um, like Sony did one with like a bird and a it was a really shit looking indie game um, but they tried to like big it up and then it was just like oh yeah it's free to download it's, it's downloadable now and we're like hey and I think about 12 people downloaded it it's just like really really small minute amount of people actually oh. downloaded the title because um, it just it didn't live up to the hype of what they were saying okay when you went to look at the demo uh, which is a shame because you know it could have been good um, but E3 right where do I start I think personally did you watch most of the most of the panels. No, I read a bunch of stuff. I haven't watched anything. Right. Okay. I thought I'd keep myself fresh, Red, so you could fill me in. Ooh. Right. Well, in my opinion, right. Microsoft won this year. All right. And um, that's not, not just not because, because I've got the Xbox One. No. It's because Xbox. for once they've actually paid attention to what the people wanted and went. Right. Okay. Here's an hour and a half of games, and right. and they well, just basically shown you. Just a load and load, a slew of new mm-hmm. games, all coming out. Not stuff that you would have seen previously before. Yeah. Just like, here we go, here's a load of brand new content of stuff you wouldn't have seen from like the other sand so far. And they just literally went on, didn't chat about any of the accessories, didn't chat about any new form, like console colours, didn't chat about you know anything like that. It was just literally, you want to hear about games? That's what you're going to get this year. And that's what they did. And they announced loads of games, which I was like, ooh. Ooh, that looks good. And my favourite, which I know is going to be that controversial because it shouldn't be that good, Project Spark. You know, the, the one where you create your own game. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, I suppose, the Microsoft equivalent of Little Big Planet type of thing yeah. where you make just as whatever you want. Only because at the end credits, 
for that. Where I know what you're about to say, yeah. Project Spark was obviously come up, and then Conker comes running up with his chainsaw <laughs> and just cuts through it. And he's like, "It's about time I'm back in the game." And I was like, "Ah!" So they're announcing a pack, basically, where Brilliant. you can create your own Conker game, which is going to be awesome. It's going to be so good, and I'm so excited for this. At the same time, though, it's a shame because basically they've just gone. Right, I know we own the rights now to Conquer. Um, can't be bothered making a game. Let's can't be arse making a game ourselves, so why don't you guys do it? But it just means we're going to get more Conquer because so many people are going to be making games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm genuinely excited for this, so I think this is going to be really, really yeah. fun. Um, do what but, I think looks really good as well, though, actually. Um, same sort of vein is Mario Maker. Yeah. I think that's a genius idea. That's been a long time really has. as well. I mean, it's obviously, probably a, a, a DS would have been easily doable, but um, it's Wii U, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Same idea. We use just a DS on a TV. Let's face it. But um, yeah, ace idea. You, you make it, and it looks like eight-bit Mario, doesn't it? But then when you play it, it looks like new Super Mario Brothers. I just think it's such a great idea. Yeah, and that's now unlimited uh, Mario levels. Just. Especially if they, if they make them all, you know, free to download or whatever. I think it's it's going to be like trials, to, isn't don't it? They? They, they've got to do it that way through. Really good idea. Otherwise, they've completely missed the whole idea of that. Yeah. But that could be the actual killer title for the Wii U. Well, no, Mario Kart's the, the killer title, but oh, so was it, is it killer enough? <laughs> so, and, and we, we talked about it last week, 666% increase in sales, yeah. but... Again, well, I don't know. No, I don't know what's, what's that based on. Yeah, need to look into <laughs> which, that actually. Which is a shame. Mm. Um, Sorry, yeah, you can get so, back to Microsoft now. Okay, okay yeah. So um, obviously, there's going to be so many titles coming out uh, over the next two years. In all fairness, I'm I'm so excited for this gen. It's been such a long time where I've actually looked and gone, "Holy shit!" I don't know. I don't like, know. They, it's like they've hit the ground running, haven't they? Yeah, the they've literally yeah. just gone, right, okay, here we go. There's going to be loads of titles coming out, and you're going to be excited for them all. One which completely blew me away, obviously, Metal Gear Solid Five, mm. Just, just phenomenal. It was absolutely incredible. It just, that's Even what next gen is. More so than seeing Ground Zeroes. Yeah. Wow. And it's just... The whole the, the scale of it is brilliant. The way that Kojima basically makes makes games into films. Yeah. The whole like they show you like this five five and a half minute clip or like a six minute trailer uh, for it before they go on to the gameplay. And just that near that six minute trailer, he said it apparently was going to be really painful to watch and like really like hor- horrific to watch. But it was just it completely drew me in and. I didn't breathe for like about three minutes of it. I was just like, oh. okay. it was just phenomenal. And then they show you the gameplay and literally after about 20 seconds on it, the, the camera just zooms towards like Snake on the horse and uh, or Big Boss on the horse, sorry, and the horse just shits everywhere and it's just glorified 1080p, 60 frames a minute, <laughs> horse poo just coming out. And like, you could at least spin the camera because I don't really want to see that. But the open world just looks insanely just glorious and anywhere you could look you you could go it was there reachable visible um nice. the whole story just again it's it's a kojima story metal gear where it I, probably won't make much sense. i'm only basing it on that first trailer um before you know the one they released where it didn't say that it was metal gear solid 5 but everyone kind of had that feeling 
and there's all this really weird stuff like like unicorns and all this is like clearly there's some kind of hallucination thing going on there but it yeah I really really wouldn't have a clue where it's going to go yeah well I was going to say this takes takes place nine years after Ground Zeroes um, Big Boss just woke up from a coma um, I'm guessing was, based on the end of Ground Zeroes based on the end of Ground Zeroes um, his like team um, has now been like destroyed his team's no longer so he creates Diamond Dogs the new place um <laughs> And it it looks great. And the thing I love about it as well is if you ever played Peace Walker, uh, which was on the PSP, yeah, um, they had this thing called Mother Base, um, where you could go back and like if you go and come across like enemy soldiers or whatever, you could actually put them into your base and train them up as part of what like your little army, so to speak. Uh, but any items or anything you wanted from the field, you could pull back using these balloons. So because there's always some element of humour in the Metal Gear Solid games there's always one bit just to be like don't worry we're not all dead serious you can just sneak up on sheep grab the sheep balloon the sheep and then you just see the sheep go meh and just flying back to mother base <laughs> but Kojima's like okay so we've got this really big huge massive storyline and he's going through about like how amazing it sounds and right. he goes but don't worry we haven't forgot the humour and it cuts to like, Big Boss just jumping on this sheep and then just blowing in the sheep <laughs> and it just flies away but you do it to like the enemies and stuff as well and you get them in the in the base which looks like the big oil rig from Metal Gear Solid 2 awesome um, which is a nice little touch so excited for that cool it, that actually made me go holy shit I need to do Ground Zero straight away now yeah true so I'm, I'm just I'm genuinely excited for that and the other sequel number 5 it's good. I don't know why I'm so surprised that it looks amazing. Assassin's Creed? Yeah, Unity. I've I've been hearing everyone raving about how amazing it looks. I mean, this is like straight away. When when the Xbox 360 and the PS3 came out, we were playing the games like, you know what, it looks all right, but it took about a year and a half to two years until like sort of Heavy Rain stuff came out and you're like, this is next gen. Mm. Like, this is, this is the reason why we've been buying these right. titles. I think this is what's happening to me at the moment. I'm not a graphics whore in the slightest, but everything just looks so beautiful. I need it all. Like, Assassin's Creed Five. I'm slowly beginning to get bored of Assassin's Creed now. It got to say, I'm like, oh, great, yeah, I'm a pirate and going on the ships again, yeah. doing it all the same again as what I did with number three. Yeah, it's fun. It got. It was more Assassin's Creed than it was number three. But it's just, I'm getting bored of it now. And this just looks like they've gone, right... Do you remember what Assassin's Creed should be about? Do you remember how amazing number two was? Let's go back to that. Right. But then let's do it with three other people if you really want to. Like, so you can actually do the missions. The full game. The full game with three other characters. Or you could just play it solo. Mm. It doesn't really matter how you want to go around it, but you can do it either way. It's like they held off a lot of ideas. So they go, right, let's make our first proper next-gen title. Be like, like the you know kind of like the reboot. Yeah, that's the hope. Because you haven't obviously mentioned anything about the modern day bit properly yet. Well, you have said it's not going to well, be like, like yeah. black flag. It's got to be different, is, hasn't it? Because good of thing. something that happened. Spoiler alert. Which yeah, so we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that just looks phenomenal. I mean, the bit when they're climbing the building at the beginning and it's set in Paris in the Revolution. Mm. Um, and then we just climbs a bit and looks down, and you can see a sea of must be about 200, 250 people. They've all been rendered just 
beautifully they all look just as good as what the actual main character looks right. and he jumps down and just interacts with them all just going through them all and you're like wow it just it blew me away just the whole scope and the scale was just not oh it was just looks so good that nice. like damn it Yubi, <laughs> done it again i wasn't going to grab it i wasn't asked about it because i haven't completed the last two assassin's creed because i've just been like you know what i'm bored halfway through yeah but this one i'm just like oh, you know what you've got mm. me again and damn it i hate you for it but you've got me again um but uh, while uh, we're on another five you're looking forward to reg gta 5 next gen why <laughs> right i get it pc i understand it i don't understand yeah. why rockstar came to e3 they never do it no true like, ever they've not once been to e3 and been like hey here we go look at this because it's rockstar they don't need to do that they don't need to put across to the ps4 and the and the xbox one there's genuinely no reason to do that the thing that we loved about rockstar was like right okay we're gonna do this big huge massive title at the end of the console year at the yeah. end of the console's lifespan and it looked amazing it played amazing people still played online if you know if they're into it it didn't do as well as what they were sort of hoping for because to keep pushing back the heists continuously that's the only reason why most people are like oh my god i can't wait to get on gta online to plan right. the heist and do the heists oh so that's a that's part of it that's not actually been launched yet no not yet okay. they keep just pushing it back okay and you guarantee they're probably going to do it when these get launched i mean Fair the, enough. the pc one would be brilliant because the amount of mods you can get on the pc yeah, for yeah. gta titles you know that's going to be worthwhile and obviously the pc crowd haven't had it yet yeah and well, I'm guessing it just made it easy to port across, and they were like, "If we can, let's do it." Yeah, let's make more. I know what you mean. Doesn't again. doesn't sound like Rockstar normally, but yeah. Mm. Nea fan, a fan of that for yeah. once. It's just a bit weird, um, but yeah, there were so many other just awesome titles. Um, one which was a complete shock, and probably the biggest shock there was uh, was Phantom Dust. If you remember that for the original Xbox, it was an Xbox. Yeah, the name rings a bell. Yeah, it was the original um, Xbox that came out, not the Xbox One, um, and it was it was crazy formatted into a bit, become a bit of a cult classic where it didn't sell very well, so they never really bothered doing anything with it for the for the 360. Right. Never bothered doing a sequel on the original Xbox, and yet this trailer came out, and I was what looking at it like, okay, it looks looks pretty weird, it looks all right. But it was all just CGI. There's no gameplay. It was just all like, yeah, okay. here we go. Here's some CGI for that. And at the end, Phantom Dust. And I was like, Phantom Dust? No. Hang on a minute. That... Shit. And that was. That was one of the original launch titles I had with the um, with the original Xbox. It was no, not launch titles. One of the original titles I had for the Xbox. Um, and it was it was decent enough. And it's just the the biggest surprise when there's so many titles that are, that needed to come out, hmm. and then they show Phantom Dust. I know there's going to be the cult little fan base that are like, oh my god! Like, if they announced Shenmue 3, that would have been me going, oh, shit! Um, but yeah, after the Microsoft one, I was like, there's no hope. Sony aren't going to announce it. <laughs> Sony didn't announce it, and I was like, I don't know why I'm surprised about that. Um, but yeah, so Phantom Dust will probably be one. Again, they didn't really tell you much detail um, about that at all. but Especially not when it's coming out. No. Mm. Not in the slightest, but it looks looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, they're showing you the Master Chief collection, obviously, as you know. Um, which, again, I'd, it this slightly annoys me, um, but in a way, it's pretty cool. The Master Chief collection, so you've got 100 maps, all multiplayer, uh, which they've left apparently in their original state. 
Okay. Right. So Halo Two, they've done the anniversary treatment to, on the single player campaign. Yeah. But they've only done five of the multiplayer maps. Okay. For the anniversary treatment. Yeah. The rest they're keeping looking identical, but having servers and everything done for the Xbox One. Okay. The same with three. Um, and four obviously you don't need to touch because it was still 343 Studios and still looked really, mm-hmm. really beautiful. Why aren't they touching the rest? Why do a massive complete package, which you know they've been working on for a while? It's also a bit annoying that obviously they went, right, let's do one, and they released that, you know, it's a big deal, like a pack on its own, let's do two, like, you know, upgraded that, and I'm like, oh, let's just put them all into one, let's just do three and four all together. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, the thing that I know it's going to get a load of people for is it's got the beta for five. Yeah. Well, either that, way, that's even it. if it's like you know forty, forty-five quid for the for the whole saga on the Xbox One, great. Yeah, they said it's going to come out at sixty dollars. Yeah, so about forty um, quid. So it's going to be about forty quid yeah. over here. It's the same as like, um, like when they eventually release the the whole set of uh, Mass Effect as a triple set. Obviously on PlayStation, first Mass Effect wasn't on it, was it? No. So that was the first time you got to play that. So at least yeah. the same same goes for Xbox One. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it still looks like it's, you know if you if you're a massive fan of Halo, going back playing the old multiplayer the way it should have been played. Because as soon as he started putting in all the different classes and stuff, it just went a bit shit. Halo multiplayer. Mm. Uh, and they realised that as well, especially because people just jumped straight back to COD and stuff after like a couple of weeks. They're playing the Halo 4 multiplayer. Mm. So I think what they've done as well with this is they're asking you to be the sort of the guinea pig sort of testing right. way so they can figure out how they're going to get Halo 5 multiplayer to be. Is yeah. it going to just be more of the classic old way it should be or is it going to be more towards the Halo 4 type of multiplayer? So they're going to be basically watching what maps get played the most and how they're going to play it and be like, right, this is the type of multiplayer that the people want and jump ship, which if you're going to do it that way, perfect. But it just annoyed me the way they're like, yeah, we're going to touch some stuff, but not all of it. I was like, why, why don't mm. just do the complete thing if you're going to do it properly? You know what I mean? That's just a bit of a, a piss take, really. True. Um, but yeah, so we had that again, um, and then we also had Mirror's Edge two, um, which they finally went, yes, it is real. Look at all the concept art. Doesn't it look fantastic? And we're like, yes. Let's have a look at this little bit of trailer. Yes, fate there. Uh, they look amazing. It just looks like one. It looks identical to one because I don't suppose you can make white look any nicer next yeah, gen. Yeah, true. They haven't changed any of the styling in the slightest. I know that's what made Mirror's Edge so good, was the fact it was so different, but this literally looks just like one again. You've got the same bold, bright red for like the springboards, etc., and the pipes, and then you've got the white everywhere else. So it's just, you know, it looks like a crisp version. So mm. I just I didn't see much of a point in it. I loved the first Mirror's Edge because it was just completely different. Now loads of games are doing parkour and stuff and just like, uh, what, what are you going to do to stand out now? You know what I mean? It's just, True. there's something about it. I probably will end up getting it because I did, like I said, I loved the first one. A Faith was just, like, it was brilliant in it. The whole, the whole style was just great. But they need to show me something that makes me want to go, oh, I'll spend another 50 mm. quid on that. Because the one good thing about Mirror's Edge was if you didn't buy it, because I was on holiday, I think, when it first came out. <laughs> yeah, if you waited and about a month. literally, like a month later, it was out for like 15 quid. And I was like, you know what, I'll buy that. <laughs> 199 I paid. Yeah, And it, you know what, it, it was it was worth it. It was it was a great title, but they, just, they need to add something fresh to it. Something that makes me go, 
wow, mm. I need that in my life right now. Um, a bit like Uncharted 4. This is a bit weird to me, because there's things going around saying that this is the last Uncharted. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we do the trilogy as is standard, and we're like, we can do a fourth one on next gen. Oh, but that's it. We're only doing this one. But the thing they've even given away in the title, right? It's called A Thief's End. Yeah. Um, and even uh, the guy who does the voice for, for Nathan Drake, mm. um, he's just been like, you know what? I think this is going to be the last one. Yeah. And that's it. Um, which, yeah, fair dues, because they have dragged it on. And it was a great series. But again, this is something where I was like, you know what? I'm not really that arsed about Uncharted. I don't get what the whole fascination is with the Uncharted series. Yeah, it's good. Is it great? No. The set pieces look lovely, but then yeah, it's literally but just that's most of the game. Move into the next room, take cover, fire at the, like the twelve guards that are in there, then go to the next room, jump out of cover, do a little bit Tomb Raidery, jumping around, mm-hmm. then hide behind cover, repeat process all the way through. The humour in it's great, like Sully in it, I love him. He's he's brilliant, but it wasn't enough to make me go, oh my god, I need to buy a PS4 because like, they're going to do another Uncharted mm-hmm. until I see that trailer. And then it just looks beautiful. I'm like, God damn it. Now I need to get a PS4. <laughs> it's just that alone just made me go, oh, shit, I need You definitely that. need to hold out there and see if they've changed the gameplay at all. I very much doubt it. I think oh, it will no, just look it's, it's going to be absolute Uncharted down to a T. Yeah. If they change it, people I are going to be so pissed off. I think uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider will fill that hole, Reg. That... Is going to be amazing. Again, and now they've done it in two. There's two franchises now in the in the Tomb Raider universe. So you've got Rise of the Tomb Raider, yeah. which is going to be an actual Tomb Raider game, and then you've got the, the rebooted Tomb Raider. Yeah, and then you've got the Lara Croft franchise, mm-hmm. which is where the Temple of Osiris yeah. you're going to come from, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but the Rise of the Tomb Raider is going to be unbelievable. I know it's going to be so good. Um, so again, she's still on the path of learning what she actually is going to become. Um, and again, it's just an all CGI sort of trailer when she's talking to a shrink or something, isn't it? Yeah. She's going through um, and then showing a little flashbacks um, to what she's actually doing. Uh, running again with the hook, um, which I'm quite glad has made a, a little bit of a return because I love traversing across the um, like the cliffs and stuff using this hook. Because in most Tomb Raider games, and Uncharted again, it's like, oh, look, coincidentally, there's just some bricks that stand out a little bit further more than what the rest do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, that's a coincidence. Oh, that's quite lucky. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, this they one... alternate, so each hand can just grab onto each one. Yeah. Whereas at least Tomb Raider, they've gone, right, we know that's not going to happen, so we use this hook. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you dig the hook into the cliff, and that's how you climb. Amazing. And I like the fact the little realistic touches like that, which okay. really, for me, made it go like, ooh. And the first... Tomb Raider reboot was just, just I loved that game so much. It was fantastic. Um, so I'm so highly excited. For is this, this next gen only? Yes, I believe right, so. Okay. Lisa, this is the way that I, I like though that this is the way they're moving forward. I know it shouldn't do because you know I still play on my PlayStation Three and I know quite a few mate like yourself who hasn't got a next gen yet. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to make a new uh, a game on the on the on this gen. Yeah, well, it makes sense. It drags you, you know, through. Like they, yeah. you played the first one and you loved it, and you want to play the second one. You know, it's it, we're talking probably. To, I mean, it's 2015, isn't it? It's not yeah. going out this year, so it's two years into the into the, the Xbox One or the PS4's life. So it's probably long enough then for so many games to come out to make people then want to jump aboard. Yeah, I am hoping so because it just limits the power 
of mm. the actual game and what the game can actually look like because they just yeah. either sloppy ports or they just make both look mediocre. Well, exactly like the um, what was the definitive edition they did? Yeah, looked a bit nicer, but same yeah, game. but it wasn't really anything that made you go ooh. Yeah. But the uh, the Temple of Osiris looks great. Yeah, again. so this is a sequel to Guardian of Light, which yes. is that weird isometric co-op thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a arcade game downloadable, wasn't it? But it was great. I really like that. Yeah, fun. And I think in the future you'll see us probably before that one comes out, we'll do a let's play uh, Geeks Go Gaming. Yeah, on, um, that was um, on that. yeah, ported onto the uh, iPad as well. You know, yeah. yeah. I uh, see that for me won't work. I think that's more what they're going for, to be honest. I, I, don't, I didn't like that, but I love the I loved it on the on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like was with the co-op because I played through it with Dave. Mm. And he's a bastard. That any time there's a trap that you could get fallen into, it would be me that would be dying. He would make sure that I was just the one that the sheer amount of pain that it caused. Right. It was on me. So instead of playing it sensibly, like when the like the rocks chasing after you, and you got to use the arrows to climb up mm-hmm. uh, the spear, sorry, to climb up the rocks. He would, he wouldn't, he would just let me get squashed. I'm like, come on, just fucking play it properly. He's like the one where if you're playing like a side scroll and beat him up with friendly like then you can hit your friendlies he would literally just throw the people into you and he was just a bit of an arse so um so yeah so I'm hoping they try and change that around a bit so I don't continuously okay. die or I just play or with just you. don't play with <laughs> yeah that's, that's probably that's probably the, the best the best option to do um which would be really cool mm-hmm. um and a little couple more things like obviously uh, Forza Horizon 2 uh, which is the sort of the the need for speedy type okay. game of the Forza. It's just realm. a least a less realistic version of Forza. Yes, it's a lot more fun, right? Basically, because uh, Forza is great and it looks phenomenal, it looks great, but the gameplay is just too simulated for me. I like my my racing games arcadey, and yeah. that's what Forza Horizon does. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's using the Forza Five engine, which is going to be just amazing because that looks so good. But it's closed track. This is open world. Yeah. So they're going to have, still have like 200 odd cars all looking glorious in a huge mass of open world to rag around. I can't wait for that. I think that's going to be great. Um, and original IP Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, this interests me actually. Uh, like I was reading into this and because uh, it's Insomniac, isn't it? Yeah. So Insomniac made what Resistance, Spyro. <laughs> um, uh, what was that other one they did before Spyro? Another children's platformer game. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank after Spyro. Yeah. And apparently when they were shopping Sunset Overdrive around, um, part of the deal was that they own the IP. Um, If you want exclusive on it, we get to keep it because Ratchet and Clank, they've lost. Uh, Resistance, they've lost. And um, and Spyro, completely lost. Mm. Especially, and now that's making so much money now. <laughs> like selling more than it ever did purely because of Skylanders, which, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's face it, uh, doesn't even need to be um, a Spyro game. I don't think you can even tell it's a Spyro game. Not barely. anymore, now, no. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, right, no, this is ours. If we're going to do it, we're keeping this. But, incidentally, the least kind of... Don't know, franchisey. I think it looks amazing. It looks like it plays really well. It looks like it plays like kind of what Borderland meets Jet Set Radio, this, something this like that. This is what I was I was intrigued about because you last week when you were chatting to Steve, you said it was like Dead Rising mixed with Borderlands. Mm. Where's the Borderlands bit come into it? Just kind of um, the sheer number of weapons and stuff. And... Right, so I was just like, uh, I get the Dead Rising bit because the hordes are out there. And yeah. I, I would have said like Dead Rising mixed with Jet Set. Yeah, and true. it was like. I was like, 
say Jet Set, just say Jet Set, or like at least like a sporty wow. type thing, and you never did, so I was just shouting at the monitor. No, it's just because what, from what I've seen of it, it seems like really customizable. Yeah. So that's where that comes from, Red. Right, okay. Okay. You happy? <laughs> Not no. really. Fine. No. But yeah, so that I'm I think that's gonna be an amazing title. And apparently it's quite hard like to get the grips of doing all the grinding because the, everyone thought it was gonna be so easy to just jump on the rail. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be part so it's gonna be just dead simple, just boom, 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 jump around, but you've actually gotta do each leg control sort of thing when you're right. grinding. Right. Uh, so you hop along so you can't just whiz around the universe straight away. You've actually gotta try mm-hmm. and get into the game and learn the game, learn the character, and then you'll be able to start hopping around. But they were showing you some of the gameplay in it um, from some 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 guys, and they mixed it all up to show you what it's going to look like if you originally first got your hands on it to start off with. Yeah. And then someone who's been playing it for like 15 minutes, and then someone who's been playing it for like an hour, you can notice a difference straight away. Like some guy was just jumping over like the theme park, like there's no tomorrow, uh, just, just annihilating everything with awesome explosive teddy bear guns. Yeah. And I was like, this just looks amazing. And then you see the person who first starts, who's running around on the ground, not knowing what's going on. And I was like, this is going to be fun. So the one... it's not one where you just go like, right, okay, and go. And you're just a master at it. You've actually mm. got to learn how to play the game. True. Which I'm so excited about this. This is going to be awesome. I've got good feeling about it. Very good feeling about it. Yeah, it probably looks like the one exclusive that stood out to me. To be honest. Yeah, I am. I am highly, highly excited for this. Um, and again, things looking very, very pretty. Was Far Cry Four? Mm. Far Cry Four looked very pretty. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. It. I think that's the one way I would describe E3 this year. Pretty pretty because again i got halfway through far far cry 3 i'm like yeah it's good but there's not really a lot in there to keep me like ooh, i need to know what's going through everyone loves the villain he's all right he's not he's not like the best villain that's ever been in any game but he's he's decent enough but not enough to will me wanting to go all the way through the game far cry 4 just i I love the the main antagonist in it i think they look really good and the game again, just the whole—if you can see that mountain over there, well, you yeah. can get to that if you want. That's the thing; it's not—it's not an island. At least they're mixing up a bit. Yeah, it's in like the Himalayas or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the Himalayas, and you're basically trying to overthrow this this evil, nasty Weird, man, pink-suited, blonde guy. Um, but yeah, so again, I can't wait for that to come through because I, that hooked me in again straight mm. away. Just the way that I, I watched the gameplay from it, and it looks different enough from Far Cry Three to make me go. Yeah, again, they've put effort in with this. They haven't just gone like, Far Cry 3 sold loads, everyone loves it. Let's just swap over the island to the Himalayas and yeah. let's be done with it. Well, there you Looks go again. Like it's, like, gone, it's another yeah. time It's a time when one of them's going, right, next gen, let's just mix it up completely. Yeah, it's good of them. Which, like, throwing back, though, to let's just put more stuff in it. Right. Killer Instinct has got season two coming out soon. Of course it has. <laughs> I love Killer Instinct. Um, it's so good, but one of my favourite characters wasn't in season one, Dan. Oh, dear. I was upset. Who's that, Rich? TJ Combo. All right, okay. <sighs> the boxer. He was Theodore awesome. Theodore Jeremiah Combo. To give him his full title? Possibly. Maybe. I'm guessing. Who knows? <laughs> I don't definitely know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he was the one that was sort of like teased and shown for, for season two, and there's going to be another slew of huge characters coming out. Um, and obviously more outfits, more stages, just more coming through. But I'm just so excited for this because Killer Instinct worked so well. Um, 
you know, you can play it for free. Great, you get the one character on like a rotation sort of cycle. All the character pack was fifteen ninety nine for the full season one. If you didn't want all the costumes, etc. Um, just, just if you haven't grabbed it yet, grab it. It's the best two D beat 'em up since Street Fighter Alpha. That's my opinion. Because wow. like two D fighters are my, are my thing. I adore like the latest Mortal Kombat ten, which looks insane. <sighs> Did you watch the trailer? I threw up. Yeah. How good does that look? Does look good, Reg. It looks amazing. Um, but I love the fact people are putting spoiler alerts on their little um, articles before it to watch it because Sub-Zero gets killed at the end. Like, right, okay. have, have you not like, played Mortal Kombat ever? <laughs> Everyone dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> Everybody dies, which is how I'm intrigued to know how Ten's going to follow on from Nine because the story from Nine, like, three quarters of characters all died from it. So I'm like... But that's the point. They're you all fight someone, you kill them. You finish them, Reg. Finish him. Yeah. But yeah, so that looks great. They've announced two characters so far, um, which are new. One's going to be like a big ogre guy, which looks huge with a little dude on him <laughs> um, to sort of control. He looks insane. And then there's like the Queen of Bees, some woman who controls bees. Um, so I've got a feeling that's going to be a pretty wow. gruesome sort of like fatality. Right you there. just you get stung lots and then you balloon up. And then explode. explode. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that the the gameplay which is showing you the fight of those two look just just stunning. Again, next gen. Um, they have announced now that apparently it is going to be on the last gen, but they focused the game first and foremost on the next gen. So like okay. the X- Xbox One, PS4, no Wii U. I know it's a shame. Um, but predominantly on those two. And then they said that, yeah, we are going to, just, we, are, we will put it out mm-hmm. on consoles under the formats uh, but they want to concentrate so much on this which is why it looks so good but the thing I love about this now as well is you can actually interact with the stages again but in a lot more detail this time around okay. so that like we've seen in the forest and the fight and you can actually pick up like the stick, like the uh, branches from trees All right, nice. and actually like, stab them in the eye and whatever hit them around the face with it you can do just really gruesome things with that they brought back the x-ray moves uh, which are the most like unbearable things to have ever had to yeah. watch in a video game. Like they're worse than the fatalities for me. The X-rays because you're just like ah, just watching that horrendous bone snapping moment. You're like oh god ah. Uh, uh. Well, they brought them back, which I'm so happy about. <laughs> um, the only thing I didn't like is the fact they brought back again Scorpion's shift and move and where they can just go from one side of the screen, jump out and jump out the other side. Right, it's the cheapest move in the world if you're playing online against someone. It's just, it's it's shocking, and that needed to be nerfed, and I can't believe they didn't get rid of it. Uh, but apart from that, I'm dead excited for that to come back again. Um, but it's all about Killer Instinct for the moment. Okay, I'm no. absolutely in love with the fact that they're bringing out well, Season 2. It might not be coming to the Wii U, Reg, but the Wii U doesn't need Mortal Kombat because it's got some ridiculously amazing-looking open-world Zelda coming. <sighs> How... Beautiful. Yes. How pretty. That's the Wii that U look? killer app, Red. Yeah. That actually looked amazing. And the fact that they're blending in a little bit of magical with it now as well, mm. uh, which looked really cool with his little bow and arrow. Um, and some of the monsters inside it. And just, again, when they said, he's on this horse, can you see that over there? You can go there. That did seem to be the theme of, <laughs> of this year's E3. Can you see that mm-hmm. over there? You can do that. You can go there. Go on, do it. Do it now in front of everyone. But that just looked glorious. Mm. I'm so excited for that. I wish they told you more. And that's been my only problem. They teased it just to get you a little bit like, ooh. Yeah. But 
Yeah, but as we know, Nintendo like to do their little online uh, reveals, don't they? Like to do their own, you know, instead of having the actual keynote. Yeah. Just go. So there'll be the another one in like, a couple I of miss, months. And... I miss their keynotes. Mm. But I suppose after trying to like see uh, Shigeru Miyamoto actually attempt to play Twilight Princess. I oh, know, sorry, it was the... Yeah, was it was. Yeah, it was Twilight mm-hmm. Princess, wasn't it, when he's... With the Wii U. Yeah. Wii, Wii U, with the Wii, Wii. 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 And Wii. Wii. it just wasn't even working for him. And I was like, yeah, you know what, if he can't do it, then I can't. Yeah. Um, and turns out I couldn't do it that well. And that's the only Zelda game I've not got my, got all the way through yet. I've mm. not completed it. Right. Because the controls on it are just horrendous. And that's what stopped me from, from being able to complete it. I'm hoping you can use a GameCube con- uh, adapter yes. with this one so you can actually play it. you'd be happy GameCube about adapter. that. I'd love that. Plug a couple of wave birds into that bad boy, Reg. <sighs> See, that's it. Again, the Wii U's just... It, I've sold. I'm going to have to get one because of Super Smash. And yeah. the, they, they keep on announcing all the characters in it, like Pac-Man and stuff. And I was like, yes. And people are like, why Pac-Man? Why not Pac-Man? And it's just yeah, gonna be, yeah, why not? You know, it's it's gonna be great. The more people you can throw in it, the better. Yeah. Why not Ryo Hazuki? Why not? Imagine that. That 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 my I, friend. I don't know why they haven't. That would be such a a good move on their part. Yeah. The thing is well, even when he'd done the last Virtual Fighter. Yeah. Why didn't they just put him in? Mm-hmm. Or why didn't you give Akira? Like, because the amount of costumes you could yeah. get on that was insane. Why couldn't you just give him the leather jacket mm-hmm. and be like, here you go, here's a throwback. This is originally what it was going to be about. It would have been so good. They should have done that. They should have done it so well. But yeah, I think Nintendo's little online thing was done really well. Hyrule Warriors looks pretty cool as well. Yeah, and that looked better than the first outing of that, though, because it was clearly really early stage and it just looks so plain. Yeah, but now you've actually thrown a lot more into yeah. it. It looks really nice. nice. And I love Dynasty Warriors as well. They're great games to play co-op. Mm. Playing it by yourself, you get bored after about an hour. Yeah, totally. But playing it with your mates is really good fun. But Hyrule Warriors, because it's Zelda, it's just it's going to hook me in again. Mm. Anything really that usually has him attached to it, I just I need to be in. Yeah, unless they want to involve trains in it, and then I have, have a slight problem with it. You're not a fan of the... Uh, and the spirit tracks. It was a bit dull, Rich. See, I quite liked it. I liked it, apart from it was it was after um, what was the one before the um, Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, which was great because you had this open world. <laughs> you could you saw an island, you could go there, Rich. <laughs> you can do that. No, you can just sail the boat around and go to we all different make islands. An amazing infomercial. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should mm. do like a proper actual commercial for yep. the, all these new games coming out. Yeah, just like scrolling across the bottom, it's like, huh? You see that over there? You can go you there. You can go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, that that was that had loads more freedom. And this was like, you know, a sequel to that. So you'd think they'd go and take it a bit further. And they were like, yeah, you can still... It's a different vehicle this time. It's not a boat. It's a train. What's the problem with trains, Reg? They go on tracks and that's it. So it's just like, mm. you can go forwards, right? Okay, now there's a left turn. You can go down there if you want. So that, was, that was it. It just really cut the kind of the freedom down for me dungeons were great as always but yeah. you know and I did like uh, playing my ocarina I thought that was fun do, 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 exactly do, 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 do. amazing um, but trains freedom Steve last week what done a little section, you'll understand where I'm going from in okay. a second. Watchdogs. Yeah. Right. You've been 
playing walkthrough when watching walkthroughs or playthroughs of Watchdogs. Yeah. Right. Why he doesn't play it himself, I don't know. No. But Watchdogs is great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he said it's great and then moved on from it just like straight away without even giving a, a fuck in the world. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, it's all right. And that's it. Right. So the reason I mentioned trains is because obviously you've <laughs> yeah. got this power where like, if the police are chasing you, you can get towards the, the train track um, and the train coming, you just literally press X and the doors open. You can press X to close them and that's how you escape from the police. Okay. Um, I've seen gain, that on the trailer. To gain your freedom. Yeah. Um, so that's a really bad link into how awesome... Um, Watch Dogs is Trains. so I've been playing Watch Dogs um, on the Xbox One and it's really nice <laughs> it's it's not as amazing as what originally I wanted it to be um, but on the same note it could never be that great because it's been hyped up now for about two years three years oh, yeah. about how how awesome this is going to be and then when it came out it was like right okay you can hack things great you can literally hack enough everything in the world but there's not really any mini games to do the hacking with right so you literally just run past someone and press x you're like right okay right i've hacked you now into your bank account that's how you do it you don't select i want to hack into a bank account you don't select certain things if you go around hack with someone it could either be listening to a, a voice like them talking look at their messages what they're, they're typing through or hack their bank account mm-hmm. it's just it's it's very um like a wheel of fortune type thing so you'd literally spin it and be like oh I can go in a minute look this one's going to be a hack this one's going to be voicemail you don't choose what you want to do you just has randomly selected for you right um, so that I was a little bit gutted about because I was hoping that you know um, like when you're hacking in any game it could either be like a code puzzle or you've got to do something to actually gain the ability to do that but it's it's so much fun though that's the only little downside to me so far is the fact that everything's just so easy to hack. Like, any guns, any cars, any clothing you want, you don't have to do the side missions to get the money for it. You literally stand in one place, people walk past and you go, steal, 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 steal. Like, in the space of ten minutes, I bought all of the clothing when I first started the game, because I just walked into the first shop after standing there going, (laughs) and just hacking people's accounts. I was like, great, I don't really need to to do any of these side missions I can literally just hack people and then just do the main quest that's all I really need to do um, but it's so much fun and even if you play got the companion app which is the C2S mobile um, app I was trying to show you before uh, it's so good playing it like that so you can either um, if you're playing the main game people can hack into your, your world a bit like Dark Souls right. where they can do it maliciously and try and just like, have you off um, which the only annoying thing is if you have got it turned on, you're halfway through a mission, you don't get a chance, choice to be like, oh yeah, hang on, I'll I'll have this guy invade my world and I'll go take after him. You, your mission just quits no matter how far you are through that mission and you go into trying to get rid of them, which is like, that's a bit of a shame because then you've got to start the whole mission again from start when you get rid of that guy. Oh. Uh, but you can have that turned off, but you can play against people on your mobile app. Um, so... If I'm playing the game and someone says, like, hey, I want you to join my race or whatnot, mm-hmm. um, he can be there on his on his smartphone or on his tablet, and he basically looks like he's got the blueprints for the city, and he's like this. He's got the um, the avatar of like a little helicopter, so he flies around the city, 
and basically controls all the traffic lights, all of the police, all of the electronics, all of the, the drainage systems and everything. And you've got to get from like one point to the other. So if you imagine like burnout paradise, when you've got to go from like point to point race, yeah, you're doing that. Someone's actually controlling the traffic lights, so the traffic, instead of standing still, will actually go against you. And it works really well. Nice. And um, the sewage systems that blow up, it's everything's timed perfectly. You're not lagging behind on the smartphone or the tablet. It's literally real time as it comes. So it's so good that there's no lag in it. So it literally just become, oh dear God, my car's on fire. Am I going to make <laughs> it in time or am I going to blow up? There's just there's no element of this is going to be dead easy. It is dead hard to do, but it's so much fun that I've spent what about seven hours in the game at the moment. Only about three of them actually doing the actual story or side quest. I've been spending most of my time playing with the dudes um, on the mobile and stuff, and had to, like just going through all the hacks. It's so much fun doing that. I never get you talking about apps, Reg. I know. I know you're how. raving about an app, and it's it's glorious. But mainly just because it interacts so well with the game. Nice. I bet you're really really happy about another app that's coming out. Bit of uh, Angry Birds Transformers. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not happy about this. It's, it's only got announced today, so this is this is breaking news, Reg. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, of course, where else can you go with Angry Birds? But um, get um, paid by Hasbro to make a, an Angry Birds Transformers. Why though? Did this, did the other Angry Birds after like two do really well? Because Angry Birds Star Wars, you've not doing. really heard anything about it. No, they're all doing well. They're always like jumping in at the charts. Like this week, Angry Birds Epic came out, which you think, oh, maybe it's just like a kind of fantasy-themed version of Angry oh, Birds. RPG. But it's not, yeah, it's an RPG, and it's awful. It's got quite a cool like turn-based battle system, but it's just things that drag me into RPGs are the amazing story. You know, mm. you get really sucked into the characters, uh, and the dialogue. This is, you know, when have you ever heard uh, one of the Angry Birds or the the bad pigs uh, talk? They don't. They just go. That's... So the story is just told through rubbishy little comic book things oh, of God. like, oh look, he's stolen an egg. We've got to get the egg back. Oh, here's a paddy. So <laughs> it completely just ruins any chance it's got of being actually, you know, a decent RPG. That's a shame. Yeah. Go and download Puzzles and Dragons, that's good. What's what, what's that like a puzzle quest type thing or is that um, an RPG in, in in a way, yeah. It's like it's an RPG type thing, but not puzzle quest as in you know, um a bejeweled style thing. It's this weird thing where you move bubbles around and stuff. But that was quite cool. Yeah. But um Angry Birds Transformers is Angry Birds Go, which is a racing one. Which is oh, actually alright. No. I mean, it's that's not bad. It's kind of playable, uh, but it's got the usual thing of, oh, you can only do five races, and then your your character's got to recharge, or you could buy some, like, you know, right, okay. some energy drink, and it'll be able to race again. Um, so that's that's that. It's not like another Rio or Star Wars where they've just taken normal Angry Birds. Um, and there's another, blowing another one, Angry Birds Stella, which is just the girly Angry Birds. So the pink Angry Bird is Stella, and she's got all her girly friends. All um, oh, right, I thought it's going to be like the as in the drink, Stella. Stella, and because Stella's known to be like the wife beater, you you pull the bird on the catapult with the kind of Stella into yeah. like their wives, so they just hit the wives. I thought that's no. what Angry Bird Stella. I, that's what should be done. That's exactly it. Angry Bird <laughs> wife beater. That, that see that is horrendous, and I don't 
uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember what the word is. Just, just what's the word for? Um, I'm lost again. What's I don't know. I don't condone. That's it. Do not condone. I do not condone the beating of women. But Angry Bird Stella, that's what I imagined it was going to be. Yes. So. It's not that, Reg. No. Not at all. It's just girly Angry Birds, because that's what you need. Because girls don't play games when a boy is the main character. So you have to have a game that has a girl protagonist. It's just ridiculous. Mm. Um, I, I've got one more thing that I'm really struggling to find here. I think I can't remember whether you sent me a link to this. Um, right, where are we? Seventy-one minutes, and cut this silence out while I try and find it. Um, uh, maybe that'll find it. Shit. That's the one. It's not on Kotaku. That's why I'm finding it. <laughs> yeah, it's usually on Kotaku, isn't it? I think it was on Kotaku, but this isn't it. This is awesome. Yeah. So we can't go an episode, Reg, without, oh, no, we can't. without at least uh, referring to our uh, friendly neighbours from around the other side of the world in uh, in Asia um, to Japan this time, Reg. Mm. So not Korea. No, so not does this Korea. Mean we're not going to be talking about. Well, all I would say is Crown Pop would never do this, Reg. Although, kind of a similar controversy this week. I'll get to that. Oh, controversy scandal. and Crayon Pop don't normally go together. No. No. So, um, uh, a J-pop star. Uh, actually, I think she's in AKB48. No, Morning Masume. Um, shame. They're, they're, they're awesome. But she's not in it anymore. Sorry, that's my Simpsons tapped out, telling me that the stonecutters have finished doing something. Anyway, um, wow. so she went on a TV show wearing uh, a, a lovely dress that the stylist there had asked her to wear. Mm-hmm. On it was some English words. Now, you know, you see like British people walking around and they have T-shirts with like Japanese words written on it. Yes. Um, you know, and people have Japanese tattoos and stuff like that. Perfect example, Penny in The Big Bang Theory. Uh, one of the episodes, Sheldon goes on about her tattoo, which is Japanese, and he says, why have you got a tattoo that says soup? So she's like, no, no, it means like, you know, spirit or whatever. So who knows what these words are? She wore a t-shirt that said, I am a whore. <laughs> I loved it. I was in absolute stitches when I read yeah. this. Um, like, <laughs> clearly, that's not a word that um, translates, because no one noticed. Um, yeah, I just it just makes me <laughs> laugh because I suppose in a way that yeah I could wear a t-shirt on one of our pods that could be really bad in a foreign language and not yeah. know no, exactly. But I'd never ever think about it. I would just genuinely think, right, okay, that's an awesome t-shirt with a crazy writing on it. She's probably gone, ha ha, that's good. Um. And put it on that... In that exact voice. <laughs> Probably not in that exact voice. But I, I feel really sorry for her, because that's not fair. Because it's not her fault, surely. The stylist has told her to put it on. I understand that, obviously, the controversy has gone around it, so they've had to do something, but it's a bit a bit harsh. It is a little bit. From the, uh, from the group, like. Yeah. Well, no, she was already out of the group. Oh, was she? It's one of these groups that they, they uh, graduate. So they've been going about 12 years. Um, right, okay. it's, it's a completely different lineup now than it would have been when she was in it. But even so, she still represents the you know people. But speaking of wearing things and controversy, um, a, a K a K-pop star called Bumkey 
Bunky, yeah, more than his name. Um, he's like a kind of a hip hop dude. Uh, got married, and he's good mates with Crown Pop. Right. Ellen was in one of his videos. Um, he invited them to the wedding, um, but they'd just been to like some TV show recording something, so they came down and as quick as they could, or whatever. And there's photos of them, and Bunky's there with his new wife, and Crown Pop are in the front row wearing white dresses. Like white frocks, not like, you know, dresses, whatever. So the internet's just gone mental at them going, how could they wear white? And how can, why are they in the front row on the photo, whatever? So all the, they call them netizens. Anyone on the internet who moans about anything and, you know, goes on blogs is called a netizen. That's right, the, okay. the, the kind of the Asian term for it. Um, and Bomkey just went on Twitter and went, oh, I asked him to wear that and stand in the front row. So stop. So it's, it's a non-troversy, Reg. thing is, it's right, who does wear a white at the wedding that's not an actual bride? Yeah, okay, but still. With crown pops, I'll let them off. Yeah, but look at this picture, Reg. There's loads of other people wearing white. Don't single out the old uh, the old CP girls. Wow, have we got to that stage, have we? What? Where you, you shorten it down to CP, CP. now instead no. of crown pop. You're not allowed to shorten it to CP, Reg, because on the internet, CP is also an acronym for child porn. Right. So if you're on um, like a crown pop site and you write CP, you'll get lambasted, Reg. You will. Don't do it. I, I won't. No. no. Anyway, can we go? Because it's been 78 minutes. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Do what? Geek out. Oh. The music will do that itself. All right. Okay.